Have you ever noticed that some people just seem to have the knack for making lots of money? I mean, are there secrets that they know that some of us just don't know? Or are there actual principles that they're applying that you and I can both learn? And what's up with this secret agent stuff in the title? Well, that's what you're going to discover in today's episode of the Doer's Journey podcast. Welcome to the Doer's Journey podcast, the podcast that will motivate and inspire you to not only be a hearer, but to start being a doer. Because you know deep in your heart that there's so much more in you. The purpose of each episode is to provide you with actionable steps that you can take to assist you in your journey towards your goals. We will have topics that are relevant to you and you'll hear from experts and influencers that will provide you with information you can take action on. I'm your host, Carlos Frank. Now let's be doers and dive into this episode. Before you and I jump into this conversation with my very special guests, my quote-unquote secret agent guest, I got a confession for you. It amazes me that we're actually 17 episodes into the Doer's Journey podcast, and this is going to be the very first episode that we actually talk specifically about money and about making lots of money. And that amazes me because over the past several years, over a decade, A lot of my life has revolved around finances. You see, prior to all of this, I was a personal finance coach. I was in business banking and I assisted businesses when it came to their money management. So I'm just sitting here scratching my head and wondering, man, why did it take so long to get to this topic? But you know what's good is if you go back to the last 16 episodes, a lot of what I discussed with guests and on some of the solo episodes actually tied indirectly to money. But this episode is going to be very special. You're about to hear from somebody that I have a ton of respect for. His name is Zach Young. Zach is somebody that I call, he's an awesome husband, awesome father, who just happens to be an awesome entrepreneur that's made a lot of money and has helped a lot of people make a lot of money as well. And I really appreciate how transparent Zach is during our conversation. He doesn't just share all of his ups and all his highlights in his life. He actually shares some of the downs and how he overcame those things. Zach and I have a lot of fun with this conversation, starting off with his secret agent persona. You'll hear a little bit more about that. So make sure you listen in closely as he shares these seven secrets with you. And also listen in because he shares a free resource that you'll be able to use as soon as you're done listening to this podcast. So let's dive into this conversation now with my special guest, Zach Young, as he shares the seven secrets to making lots of money. Zach Young, or should I say secret agent, Zach Young. How you doing, brother? I'm doing great. And you can call me what you want, Carlos. I will not confirm nor deny if I'm really a secret agent, even though my Facebook profile says I am. <laughs> That's awesome. And I know you're you, listeners, you're listening to this right now and you're not seeing a video, but on this Zoom call, all I see right now is the letter Z-A-C-H for Zach. And, you know, we're going to be talking about seven secrets to making lots of money. And Zach and I, in preparation for this interview, we talked a little bit of secret agent stuff and even CIA. 
which yeah. Zach will get into here in a minute. <laughs> so this is like a, a perfect setting to, to make this thing a little secret for you. So Zach, before we get started and jump into our conversation, you know, this kind of feels like a little bit of a reunion. I think you and I met, first met back around 2013. We were in the same company. And from that point, we were actually, you and I, I don't know if you remember, we were at one of uh, like a top producer uh, luncheon where they brought in a special chef and all that. And they brought yeah. in all this top producers for the company. Yeah. And that's where you and I first met. And long story short, Zach, I just want to say how much I appreciate you, how much I appreciate our friendship, even though it's been long distance and it's a lot of messaging and, and Facebook and text messaging. I've just always appreciated you, the way you move in your life, the way you move in your business. And number one, and that's something I really want to talk with you about, too, is just how you move in your marriage and with your family, man. So I just want to publicly acknowledge you and let let the people know how awesome you are, man. Well, thank you, Carlos. And the feelings are mutual. Uh, I've had a pleasure knowing you. It was awesome meeting you from the get-go. I could knew there was something different about you. And I just love the, really one of the biggest things that stood out to me is your integrity. And it's it's very evident that you want to help people and that you truly care about people. And I've always loved that about you. And then you inspired me, man, with all your, your Iron Man workout stuff. You, <laughs> you um, probably were part of the motivation for me to, to get back at it with my, my old 40 year old self. Oh man. Now you're biking <laughs> now, right? You're doing a lot of biking. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. People are calling me Lance Armstrong and um, I, I'm just saying, um, yeah, that, that minus the steroids, right? Um, <laughs> Oh, man. So, you know, Zach, you know, I received that and I appreciate that. That really means a lot, you know, coming from you. And part of the reason I wanted to get you on and, and have this conversation with you is you and I have been in business together in the same companies together. And as I've been observing you from from afar off and being able to have conversations with you, I just viewed you as somebody it seems like you had the Midas touch. Or it doesn't seem like it's, it's like you do have the Midas touch where basically whatever you touch or whatever you commit to, or whatever you decide to, you make a lot of money. You have a lot of success um, and you help a lot of people. And that's the reason I believe that you were put in my heart to to come on to the Doer's Journey podcast so you can talk to the person that's listening to us right now. And I know, you know. Seven secrets of making a lot of money. A lot of people might look at that and say, oh, that sounds hokey or that's just another <laughs> thing. They're going to try to sell us something. But I want you to know as a listener that I brought somebody on in Zach who, like I just said, has made a lot of money, has had a lot of success. And as my other guest has helped a lot of people do the same thing. And I won't go off into his bio because I want him to share his story. But Zach has generated millions of dollars in revenue throughout all of the businesses that I've personally witnessed. I'm sure he has some secret stuff going on since he's a secret <laughs> agent with the CIA. But exactly. I've seen him generate millions of dollars in revenue in e-commerce through eBay, uh, Amazon, FBA, uh, with real estate and just about any other business that he's done. So that's why I wanted to bring him on. And he actually started posting about these seven secrets that you're about to hear. So, so Zach, let's talk a little bit about, cause you know, people are hearing about all these, the success and stuff, but sometimes, yeah. you know, they don't hear the story. All they hear about is the glory. So <laughs> tell us a little bit about your doer's journey from where you started to where you're at now, as far as when it comes to entrepreneurship. 
Absolutely. Well, I believe, and, and just so you know, on the secret agent stuff, like I, just, I like to have fun in life, you know? And um, again, I will not confirm nor deny if I'm really a secret <laughs> agent, <laughs> but, but I like to have fun. I, I like to spice it up. That's just who I am. So I have a very um, big imagination, vivid imagination, if you will. Um, maybe I picture myself as James Bond sometimes or something. <laughs> I don't know. But, but that's just, you know, the whole secrets thing. Um, it, it, it's just fun. It's funny, right? Like all, all the all the guru marketers are like the big secrets and this and that. So really for me, it's just like a play of words and it's something to have fun with. So that, that that's where the whole secret thing came from. Um, you know, in, in reality, most of these things are common knowledge to some people. It, it's kind of like Michael Jordan or any other star athlete. You'll relate to this Carlos being an athlete yourself. It, it's really a matter of knowing what the basic fundamentals are and then mastering those mm -hmm. fundamentals. And, and that's it. And here's a secret. Most people don't do it. <laughs> so if you can be one of the ones that do it, you, you can rise to the top. So now my, my story, it probably goes back, Carlos, when you asked that question, I thought back to like when I was eight years old. So, so let's go back about 32 years ago. And some of these principles that I'm going to share, I can see how I applied them even when I was eight years old, but I didn't realize it. So there was this thing called out that came out, Carlos, called the Sega Genesis. Do you remember the Sega Genesis? Oh, yeah, Sega Genesis. <laughs> and I think I had a base like 8-bit Sega or maybe right, right. an 8-bit Nintendo and I had to have the 16-bit Sega uh -huh. Genesis. Uh -huh. And my mom's like, all right, you can get it, but you're going to have to work for it. And, you know, I'm eight years old, so it's not like I'm going to go to the mall or go get a job somewhere. Like, I got to get creative. I got to find a little hustle I can do as an eight-year-old in order to get this money to get my Sega Genesis. So what I end up doing, and looking back on it, I'm, I'm not proud of some of this. I didn't realize at the time it might <laughs> not have been 100% 100, 100 kosher, if you will. But, but nonetheless, you know, I had a goal that I set, and my mind just ran wild, and I ran with some of the ideas. So a couple of the things I did, Carlos, uh, there were some magazines that I found, and I, I had to get a Conrad to come with me, right? Like I had to get a sidekick, one of my buddies, uh, I was living in an apartment complex at the time in Fort Walton Beach, Florida area with my mother. And I had a little buddy and we found some magazines. Now, I didn't know at the time, but looking back, these were some Jehovah Witness magazines, like a light something or whatever, uh -huh. like the, the handout, you know, when they go around. And um, I don't know how we got these, but I had a stack of like 60 or 70 of these. And I'm like, I'm thinking if my buddy and I can go around this apartment complex, and knock on doors and sell these things for $1 each, like I'm halfway there, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> so we're going up knocking on doors and you know, people are, they're, they're humored, right? They're like, oh, a couple kids, eight year old, and you know, seven and eight year old trying to sell magazine. And you know, I, I didn't know at the time even that like these are free handouts, but some of the people humored us and um, they gave us money and they're like, I, I think I remember one of them like, do you, do you even know what this is? Like, oh yes, yes, you, you need this or something. <laughs> So one dollar, please. Yeah, one dollar, please. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all yours. All right, so, so that was one of the things, right? Um, the second thing, there was a golf course that was attached to the backside of this apartment complex. And there was a little hole you could crawl under. And my buddy and I, we would crawl under this hole and we'd run out onto the course and like grab all the loose golf balls. 
Now, at times, we didn't realize that some of these golf balls were live balls from guys who were playing, and we get yelled at, and we'd have to go run <laughs> back <laughs> under and dive under the fence, right, and, um, you know, go off. But what we'd do is we'd gather all these balls in a bucket, and then when some of the guys came by on their cart, we'd get out there, and we're like, hey, you know, we got some balls here if you guys want to buy some balls. And I think we sold some buckets of golf balls to some of these guys. I can't remember for how much, but eventually with the combination of that, I think I might've sold my Nintendo or old Sega and selling these Jehovah witness magazines. We were able to come up with enough money to get the Sega Genesis 16 bit baby. So I (laughs) I think that's, that's kind of where it started um, early on. Um, My dad taught me a lot of good work ethic. Um, Mm. I, I think I moved, back in with him maybe at fourth or fifth grade. Um, I lived on a farm, 23 acre farm. We had a double wide trailer. So I was a good, um, my dad's a good blue collar worker and I was living with him. And the deal was we had like a one acre yard, right? Mm. And we had a 20 inch Murray push mower. And so I would get to go out and pick up all the rocks because I lived in the Ozarks and the yards don't only grow grass, they grow rocks, right? And you Mm -hmm. gotta pick up the rocks because the mower will hit the rock and send it through a window or, you know, bust out vinyl siding on the trailer or whatever. So um, that's like kind of where I cut my teeth on work ethic, um, mowing a, an acre plus yard with a 20 inch Murray mower, you know, it'd take four or five, six hours to, to, <laughs> to push mow the yard. And I believe I got 20 bucks for doing that. So, um, and then we also had some horses, you know, I helped shovel, shovel crap, all that stuff, right? So some of the work ethic got ingrained in me from my dad. Mm-hmm. And um, at the time, I was not thankful for it, but um, now I am. It's it served me throughout my life. Grew up hauling hay, doing stuff like that. And then I got into corporate and things went well in corporate. Like I actually became one of the youngest managers in the history of Foot Locker. And really in 98, I had a spiritual transformation, if you will. And I felt like I got a lot of clarity in my life and purpose and vision. And it seemed like that kind of went with me throughout my corporate career. I accidentally fell into sales and marketing and I became really, really good at it. So any corporate job I had, I usually would scale to the top of the organization in sales or in management. But after I got married, I, I could kind of see like, especially working retail, it was going to be 50, 60, 70 hour weeks when you got Black Friday, when you got the fourth quarter season and I'm wanting to raise a family. Like I didn't really think that was ideal. So a desire was birthed inside of me to want to be my own boss Mm. and to want to work from home. So Mm. I tried several different things, probably from my wife and I got married in uh, 02, May 25th of 2002. And then from 2002 through 2010, Carlos, I probably, I literally tried about 15 different, 15 to 18 different home business things from mm-hmm. any, anything from stuff in envelopes to multi-level marketing, to network marketing, to mail order, to surveys, you name it. I, there was always a bug for finding, you know, I want to be able to be at home with my wife. We're going to end up ha- having kids. How can I have freedom to where I'm not tied down mm-hmm. to a corporate job? Mm-hmm. And I got glimpses of it throughout that window, right? From 02 to 2010, I believe maybe in 2007, 2008, I almost made it. I had some money saved back. I dove out um, in, I left, left the job, moved into a new house. We had quite a bit of money saved back. And I thought, this is it, you know, I can make it. And 
I picked what I believed at the time was the wrong business opportunity. It was some like vacation membership thing you could sell from home, high ticket mm -hmm. <laughs> type thing that, that was stupid. It, it didn't have a lot of value, but I, I didn't know any better. And what I was doing at the time too is I really didn't know like how to hustle, right? At the time, it was like, I'm working from home now, so I'm going to develop my own lifestyle. Like, we're going to go to the YMCA. We're going to go to the gym. My wife and I are going to go out to eat. And, um, and all, the, all the time, like, we don't have any money coming in <laughs> for this new business, right? right? It's like, I'm acting like I've already made it. And then, um, you know, before you know it, four or five months go by, it's like, oh, I better go back to corporate because we're almost out of money, honey. So I ended up going back. And then eventually, in 2010, we got into the same scenario to where we had a lot in a 401k, had a lot saved back. I was seeking out mentors and people who I felt that had achieved what I wanted to achieve. And I connected with both of them. And I ended up leaving corporate. This time it was for good. It, it initially started out like the, the ship was selling fast. It was going awesome. But then that ship turned into the Titanic. <laughs> and that was not good. Like it started sinking. We were used to being the good corporate employees that had excellent credit and we were proud that we never missed any payments, never had collectors um, call us and, and we're people of faith. So I'm like, God wants us to do this. He's going to provide, you know, and I, I kept seeing our savings go down and down and down. And I'm like, you know, the pain of staying the same became greater than the pain of change. Mm. So I was like, I'm ready to change. I'm not going back. And I know God's going to provide for us. And then, you know, we run out of money. Um, <laughs> uh, we start missing payments on bills. And I'm like, uh, you know, what happened to like money falling from heaven? Or where's, where's God, you know? Where, right. where, where's the provision? And um, we almost lose our home. Had to get a loan modification. Like all these things. My, my wife's pregnant with our fifth child. We actually have eight children. And here I'm working 60 plus hours a week. And all the work that I'm doing is not bringing in any revenue. And, you know, that now, now Zach, forgive me for, yeah, for yeah. interrupting you Go there, but it, this reminds me of a part of a story that you shared at one of the events that we were at together. Oh my goodness. And it was a story that pretty much had the whole room tearing up. You know, you had won an award again. You were just one of the top people in this organization and they brought you up. I think you might've won a laptop or an iPad or something yeah, and you shared that story. And what you um, just said reminded me of that. Tell us about the time that you uh, went into your child's savings. Yeah. 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 This was during that time. And I'm glad you brought that up because um, somehow I forgot about it. <laughs> so yeah, I, now, th this was a time where my wife and I, there, there was some strain on our marriage. She was very supportive, but actually some of the people who had helped us were her parents, that they, they'd allowed us to borrow some money. And we kept getting to the point where like it was low and I'm like, well, do you think we can reach out to your parents? And she's like, one day she spoke some truth into me and she's like, I don't live at home anymore. You're my husband. It's your responsibility to provide. Mm. We don't need to be asking my parents for money. And I'm like, Yes, ma'am. Right. You are right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so like that was the bottom, right? And then it's like still trying to figure out what to do and we don't have any money. There's people like bringing gifts over for Christmas because they don't know we don't have any money to buy gifts for our kids. And there was one week where I didn't have anything, nothing coming in. 
And I knew that my oldest son, who's 16 now, I believe at the time, you know, he was maybe eight or uh, gosh, five, six, seven years old. He had a piggy bank and I think he had 20 something dollars in it. And, and I actually like had to ask him <laughs> for his money for us to be able to buy some groceries for our food. Mm. And that was the bottom. That was very, very humbling. And yeah, that, that was a very, very tough, tough low point in life for sure. Yeah. So, and yeah. the reason, yeah. you know, I, I want to bring that up, not to make me almost, well, I'm looking for onions right now here in my <laughs> room, but you know, the listeners, you know, we bring it, I, I bring on some of the top people in the world and in their industry and what they're doing. And again, a lot of times all you hear is about is the glory, the books they wrote or all the sales they've made or what they've done. But we've all been in those places like that. You know, we've been to the low of the lows. But I think the thing is, how do we get out of that? How do we fight? And that's, you know, part of the vision of the doer's journey is not everything's going to be always roses. But what are you going to do when you are down, when your back's on the mat? You know, how are you going to fight to get up? And hearing that part of your story is so powerful because I remember coming out of that event and just being like, you know what? I've been in a similar situation. My exact, he was able to get up. I know I can get up too. So for, for you that's listening to this right now, no matter where you're at in life, um, whether how much quote unquote success you're having, or maybe you're, you're on the mat right now fighting to get back up, know that you can. And I believe you're going to hear some things from Zach with these seven secrets that's going to help you. And as you continue to, to listen to his story. So, so Zach, fast forward a little bit to, to where you are now. And, and yeah. I do have a question for you before we get into your seven secrets. And actually, let me, let me ask you this right now, because you said, you know, you had 15 like at least 15 businesses that you tried and you kept going. And I believe you answered this, but what was it that kept you driving and kept you going despite all of the quote unquote failures during this time? It was really just the vision. It's the vision I was holding on to of having freedom to spend more time with my wife and being able to be home with my children. Like I knew it was possible. I knew others had done it and I enjoyed some of the jobs I had and the services I provide to people. And it, it was, it was good for the time it served its purpose, but it wasn't my vision. It wasn't my drive and my desire for being home with my wife and children and having freedom. That's what I wanted. So that's why I continued to keep getting back up after I got knocked down. And, you know, really during, during that time, Carlos, so this kind of like fast forwards us to, a little bit further <laughs> in the timeline, you know, um, you and I met in, in that event. I picked up some key components from that company that I really felt were vital in helping me to experience success from home. And then I got into the eBay stuff, Amazon stuff, connected with some other mentors and people that were able to help out. And I was able to gain single focus, right? After I found something that really made sense to me, it felt you know, a big thing I say, Carlos, is a lot of people, me included, we don't know ourselves, right? We, we truly, most people are programmed from what they watch on TV, what friends think, their environment that they're surrounded by, the people that influence them. They don't think for themselves. They want people to think for them and they want to follow. And that's, that's me included. Like, that's easy. That's the path of least resistance. Show me where to go. I'll go. To really sit there with yourself and think about yourself, like, how am I wired? 
What's my personality type? What do I truly want? That can be difficult. That can be scary. There's a lot of noise in your head and voices that you hear when you sit there like that. So that, that helped, you know, that, that was one of the key components and we'll get into that in a little bit. But basically, as you know, got into eBay, Amazon, cryptocurrency, all sorts of stuff. So in the cryptocurrency and the different things that I've done and what I did is I focused and I ended up crushing it with those things. And I'll talk about some of the secrets I used in order to crush it with those things. But a lot of the people that were in my life that were stuck in corporate or in desirable, undesirable situations that they did not want to be in, and they wanted to learn how to make money from home too, I wanted them to bring them along with me. So I started like an Amazon group, a consulting group, showing people how to do what I was doing to make money. And several people went on to make a lot of money. Some of them were able to quit their jobs. Some have sold millions online. And that's just a great feeling. So that's kind of the whole entrepreneurial thing and kind of brings us a little closer up to date with, with where things are now. And, you know, I'm an eyewitness to what Zach has done. We, when we first met in 2013, we were, again, in the same business, you know, selling the same product. We had some smaller priced items and then we had a high ticket item that we were selling or product or service that we were selling in it. And then Zach broke off and started this Amazon and this eBay group. And I, I went into it. So, again, I can attest to all of these things. Zach's heart of, of, you know, I call him a servant leader. And I believe that's the best and the highest calling as far as leadership is concerned and just helping people. And, you know, you remind me, Zach, of the interview I did with Maurice Drayton. He's a coach with the Green Bay Packers. And one of his sayings is lifting as we climb. And I believe lifting as we climb, I believe that's something that you have done in your life for several reasons. As you've gone up, you've reached back down and helped other people up. And I believe that's been a key part of your success. So again, kudos, my secret agent brother. Yeah, (laughs) thanks, bro. I appreciate that, man. And so, so Zach, so now, you know, you're, you're in that part of your life. I want to ask this before we get into the seven secrets, because this is another thing I've observed about you. And one thing I always scratched my head about with with people and great businessmen and women is a lot of times you see that their business becomes very successful, but then their marriage and their home life suffers for that. And one of the things I've always admired about you is you've seemed to always put, and I'm sure you've learned this and you can talk a little bit about that, you know, to prioritize your family first. And that just sounds like your why for lack of, yeah. well, that's not lack of a better term. That's the best term. Your, your family's always been your why, but where did you learn that? Where did you learn to put, you know, your family first? Cause I call you, you're a great husband and a great father who happens, happens to be an entrepreneur. And yeah. a lot of people try to flip it the other way. They want to be great entrepreneurs and, Oh yeah, by the way, I am a husband and a father too. Let me, let me get to them. So how have you <laughs> been able to prioritize, prioritize that in your life? Yeah, well, Carlos, it's definitely been attention to manage. And what I mean by that is even though my wife and my children are my why, and they're the reason I'm doing it, there are times where you become so focused on a project and getting results that there are times you can neglect spending time with your wife, with your children, and you just kind of get caught up in it. So I think something that has helped 
is my wife and I do the best we can to have a weekly date, mm. right? And we can sit down together. We can talk about what's going on in the family, what's going on with the children, what's going on in business. And that's really a time to get grounded with one another and just make sure we're staying on the same page with one another. Because there have been times, again, that, that most difficult time where I had to take money from my son, borrowing money from my wife's parents to make it, that I'm working 60 plus hours a week, not bringing anything in. Natalie's literally about to have our fifth child and she's like wanting my help with the other four. And I'm like, I can't, I'm working, right? <laughs> and it's like, seriously, dude? Like I, I take a step back now and look and it's like, and, and I think as I've grown more and like one of my beliefs is life is more about what we become than what we obtain, like who we become, right? Mm -hmm. Right. And so being able to focus on that seems to really, really help. And so again, it has not been perfect, but I think one of the practical things that always reels us back in, if I tend to lose focus of that, is just having a, a ritual and a continual date time where you can go out to always stay grounded and stay focused and it reminds you of why you're doing what you're doing. Mm -hmm. So very, you're very intentional when it comes to you know, making the family first. Yes. Absolutely. Well, like I said, that's always the goal. Sometimes I, I, I do, <laughs> do get off if I get too focused on projects, but I really think having that ritual has helped keep me grounded. And, you know, most of the time I do really, really well with staying balanced and focusing mm -hmm. on the kids and family. Mm -hmm. But there are times if we're working on new projects or getting something started up, like I can just go haywire with focusing on something right. and I, I need real back in. So, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, and, and for the person listening to this, you probably maybe about five minutes ago, you heard Zach say the number eight. And yes, you heard him correctly. He does have eight kids. That, that's correct, right, Zach? That is correct. Eight yep. kids, one wife, and how many dogs? <laughs> <laughs> three dogs. Three dogs. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, five boys, three girls, three dogs, one wife. Uh, we've been together since 02. That's awesome. So, yeah, well, man. So Zach, let, let's jump into this. You know, you sent me some, as we were preparing for this interview, and like I said, you know, I'm, I'm talking to secret agent Zach Young here from the Midwest. Uh, <laughs> we cannot confirm or deny whether he is, but I know I'm looking, all I'm seeing right now is a black screen because I believe he's trying to hide his, his specific location right now. Am I really in the Midwest, Carlos? Right. No. Are you? <laughs> Are you really? <laughs> So let's, let's jump into this, Zach. Let's talk about these, these seven secrets to making lots of money. And you sent me something. You said CIA, which of course ties into your secret agent status here. <laughs> talk about CIA and then we'll jump into these seven secrets of making a lot of money. Yeah. Well, th this is something that my business partner that I'm currently working with, him and I came across. He's been working from home for 20 years. And we were looking for ways to simplify our message for some of the clients we were working with. And we came up with clear, inspired action. Mm. So we identified that if we don't have inspiration or we're not inspired in what we are doing, then we're not clear on something, right? We don't have clarity. So we need to take a step back and look at what we're doing. We need to get clear on what it is that we're doing and what we want. And once you get that clarity, you will feel inspired again. And then once you have that inspiration, you can take action. Mm. You can focus on what you're doing and that's what creates results. So anytime you're moving forward and you get stuck in something, 
it's probably because you're not clear. If you're not feeling inspired and it's like, I don't want to be doing this or what happened? This was going to be amazing. Well, go back. Are, are you clear? Like, what are you doing? Why are you doing it? You've got to be clear, get the clarity. Inspiration will come. Then you can take action to get the results that you want. I love it. That reminds me of the interview we just did with, with Chris Robinson when he was telling about, well, what do you really want? You need to be exactly. clear on what you really want because when you get clear, like you just said, then you'll be inspired and then you'll take action. So that's, that's perfect for the doer's journey. That's Yeah, that's, dude. That's yeah, so, so, so CIA, and um, please don't hit us for any cop copyright infringements. We, we have our <laughs> own CIA stuff going. <laughs> no, we don't know who's listening to but, this but right that, now. Exactly. But that's an easy acronym for listeners to remember. CIA, clear, inspired action. And Keep that in mind. Yep. Absolutely. And you heard that here first. So, so <laughs> let's talk about the, the secret number one of CIA then. So Zach, secret number one, and Zach actually shared this. You know, I knew I wanted Zach on the podcast before he actually started sharing these things on Facebook. And, and Zach, that's a story I don't think I told you. When I first started the podcast, I started writing it down. You know, God really put this in my heart to do. You were one of the names that I wrote down in my notebook as a uh, future guest that I cool. wanted to have on here. So before you even did that, before you and I even talked, I knew that I had to have you, you know, on this podcast because I know you have a tremendous amount of value that you can add to the person that's listening to this. So well, another kudos for, that. for you. That's like three kudos. Yeah. Man. Well, well, and okay. and hey, you, you want to know the flip side of that? What's that? Um, I was super excited when I saw your podcast launch, uh -huh. and I just thought in my spirit, I was like, I bet I'm gonna be on there with him sometime. Hey, um, and I never told you that. So and here, we, here are, we are, man. <laughs> <laughs> so let's jump into this, man. Seven secrets to making lots of money. So Zach, secret number one, you said you need to be crystal clear. And we kind of talked about that, but expand a little more on secret number one. Yeah. Well, it's, it's kind of what I hit on earlier. You know, many times we don't sit down. We, we don't slow down. We, we always want to be scrolling through Facebook or on the newsfeed, or we have our smartphone with us and we're just constantly being hit with all these different things. And again, sometimes we just follow people or we follow programming and we don't think, what is it that I really want? So you've got to be crystal clear on what you want. That's where it all starts. If you can't do that, you're not going to get the results that you want, period. So CIA is number one. You need to be crystal clear on what you want, clear, inspired action. That's foundational. Absolutely. So now, Zach, would you say, as far as crystal clear, of course, we're talking about money right now. Is it a matter of targeting a dollar amount, a lifestyle? What should or would you suggest or maybe something you've done to help you zero in when it comes to this thing, especially around money? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Okay. I can give a couple examples. Um, one is I had a vision for our family to have some land that we could build a home on. And I knew how much it was going to cost. And I had a 90 day plan to make as much money as possible. So I got really clear with it. Like I, I sat down, I got a journal out, I had a three by five card. I wrote out a vision. I know some people might've heard of vision boards where you put images up. I didn't do the image board and the images. Again, I personally have a very vivid image, imagery. 
imagination. So I can see things like if I see words on a paper, I can visualize it instantly. So I was able to visualize the land, the home, how much money it was going to take, all these things. And I just kept that vision. I held onto that vision, kept it in front of me. Now, here's the other part that some people don't talk about, Carlos, is I knew that I had a vehicle where I had a skill set, like that was proven. I knew I had the skill set and I knew I had a platform that could generate the goal, right? So it wasn't like I just threw this out there and it's like, I ain't going to do nothing or, you know, I want to be an all-star football player, but like I'm a 40 year old balding middle-aged dude and that ain't going to happen. I ain't going to go to the NFL. So again, that's like know yourself, right? Mm -hmm. Like um, it's funny. I posted that before uh, on Facebook and um, a dude's like, so you're saying if I really want to be a woman, I can. And I'm like, uh, that might be a, <laughs> another topic that could be somewhat controversial <laughs> nowadays, but, um, but I, I just throw out a GIF like this guy gets it. Yeah. He knows what's up, but yeah. So that's something that people leave out, right? Like within reason, like, have you ever created results in what you're doing? E even if you want to create greater results, it's okay if you've created small ones, but there's typically going to be a learning curve. If you're doing something new, uh, a person, that's super shy and bashful, they're not going to be the greatest public speaker, probably, you know, and unless they <laughs> develop that skill set or have some work. So that's something that I did. And within 90 days, like just holding that vision daily and working towards it, um, we had enough financing um, to buy that property um, that, you know, we needed to have in order to build a home. Now, we later on sold that property for like, 2x plus what we paid for it. We didn't build a home when we moved back to the Midwest. That's a whole nother story. But the, the principle of just visualizing what we wanted and making it happen, um, that's, that's what we did. And then I, a, a smaller thing with finances, like I had a vision to make at least, I think it was like 50K. I don't know, Carlos, you were in the Amazon group. I threw it out there. I was helping people. I was visualizing. I was like, this is the fourth quarter. I want to make 50,000 profit in 30 days. And like, I visualized that I was holding on to it. Now, when I threw that out there and like asked that question of how can I do this, mm. then my mind started working, like reach out to these contacts um, that have these products that they're supplying. And like some of the people gave me terms to where like, you can pay us after you get paid. Like things just started working together, but it all started with me being clear on this is what I want to do. I want to make at least 50,000 in profit in 30 days. And so I think 30 days goes by and I actually surpassed it. I believe I made 75 K profit within 30 days, but the principle was the same. I, I held onto the vision. I was clear, right? I was inspired and I took action and it created the results. I love it, man. And you know, that, that makes me think about, I even had a, a meeting today with some people and once you became clear with your vision, vision, Zach, what I'm seeing is you were able to start asking the right questions. So your vision was clear. I want to make $50,000 in profits uh, this month or within the next 30 days. So you had a, a time frame. You wanted to hit that goal. And then you started asking yourself the right questions. Okay, what do I need to do? Who do I need to get connected with? You know, and all the right questions started coming. And what I shared this morning at a meeting was when you ask the right questions, you'll get the right answers. 
Exactly. And I believe in adding what you just said is to get to the right questions, you got to get clear on what the vision is. So I love it, man. We can, we can talk about that one for another hour here, but we want to share these seven. So that's number one. You need to be clear, crystal clear on what you want. So now secret number two, Zach, you said know your strengths. So talk to us about that. Yeah, yeah. You need to know your strengths, your skill sets, and your personality types, and what you're passionate about, right? So that's one thing, Carlos. Like when I look at an opportunity now, like if someone wants to work with my partner and I, it's like, do I value what they're doing? Do I believe in this product or service? Do I truly believe it's bringing value to people? So that's kind of an example of that. Like if it's something that I think is just like crap or people are trying to make money on people and it's really not offering any value whatsoever, like I don't want to have anything to do with it. Um, no matter how much money I make, like we've recently, like over the past month, have turned down clients that like had these ideas of making a lot of money and we're like, oh, this don't feel so good. Um, I, I don't, <laughs> I don't know about that. Like making money is cool, but ending up in prison or, you know, yeah. in trouble with SEC or something. I, I don't think so. Um, I'll pass. We, we can do something, something more on the up and up. So the skill sets and the strengths, that's kind of, I hit on a little bit of that on number one, you know, it's, here's a good example, Carlos. We've both been in the multi-level marketing world at times, right? And, and you see like people will get into it and sometimes only a, a few people succeed with it. And, and you'll get all these people encouraged and excited and they'll join your team. And then like, they, they never like show up for a, a meeting, right. Or, or, or a call. Like you guys mm -hmm. had this, this plan to help them make the money they wanted to make. And like, you never hear from them again. And so, but, but here's the thing, like some of those people, Carlos, they, they're not salespeople. They're not public speakers that they don't, you know, it, it's just like, those people, they might be more introverted. They might have a personality type where like maybe they're intellectual or more, oh, what's the word for it? Analytical. Analytical. There, there it is. is. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so you're analyzing things, right? Like right. maybe selling on Amazon or sourcing products or, or maybe Forex. If you're good with numbers or noticing chart patterns or, you know, really keeping good track of stuff and spreadsheets and information and that shit just comes natural to you, mm -hmm. then something like that might be a better fit because there's hundreds, thousands of ways probably to make money from home, right? So it's not a cookie cutter thing, in my opinion. That, that's, that's what I've learned. So if a person knows their strengths and they know like, this is me and maybe these types of home businesses or business opportunities would be better for my makeup, that, that's going to be a better fit for them. But if, if you're trying to do a cookie cutter thing and taking um, a, an analytical person like that that doesn't like talking to people and you're like, hey, dude, you're going to make like 100000 this year doing my MLM. It's like, <laughs> no, they're not. Like, they ain't even going to talk to anyone. How, how are they, they going to make money doing it? Um, so I, I think it's very, very important for people to know themselves. Now, on the flip side, if you love speaking, you have a message burning, like do a podcast, speak from stage. You know, um, do your MLM. If you're good at team building and leadership and encouraging people, um, that might be a great fit for you. Is that a good example? Does that kind of kind of help shed light on that? No, that, that's awesome. And I, I think that segues right into this question that I ask all of my guests, Zach. And I already know one of your answers, but I'm going to ask it. And then I, I want you to share something else because maybe I'm wrong with this answer. But 
what do you feel like is one of your top doers superpowers? So that trader skill, you've, you've talked about visualization. So I, I believe and I can attest to that, that that is one of them. But do you have another one that you, you've recognized that's been one of your quote unquote superpowers that's really helped you, um, you know, achieve the things that you've achieved in your life? Yeah, absolutely. I believe it's trust and trust is multifaceted. Okay. Mm -hmm. So trust in God or whatever language that is, people get a different picture of God when they hear that it could be source energy, whatever you want to call it. Right. So, so I call it God. I, I think love God. I trust that he has a plan for me and who I'm going to become and that everything's going to work out. I trust my wife. My wife trusts me and supports me. I trust myself when I make decisions. I don't let fear hold me back. And in turn, it's like, I don't know if it's the reciprocity law or something, but people trust me. Okay. So they know that when I'm analyzing something, like if people are looking for ways to make money from home and there's all these biz ops and stuff, like I've been burnt enough to know what to look for. And they know that I'm going to ask questions that people don't know to ask, or they don't want to ask because some people are just excited to hop into something to make money. Um, I'm going to interrogate people. Like if, if they're coming to me saying, Hey man, I got a way for you to make money. Like we're going secret agent style, baby. Like you, you get in the spotlight out. I'm interrogating you. You're going to show me everything. You're going to show me proof. You're going to show me evidence. Like, especially if I'm going to be sharing with people, I don't want people getting hurt. Mm -hmm. So, so people trust, like they trust me. They know that I want to do unto them how I want um, them to do unto me. Mm -hmm. And like, that's, that's just how I am. Now, again, it's, I'm, I'm not perfect. I do make mistakes. I'm human. But when I make mistakes and I realize them, I do all I can to make a wrong right. Mm -hmm. And um, a, a quick example of that, I don't know if you remember in the Amazon group, we were offering shoes, like done for you shoe mm -hmm. palettes. Right. And I had a connection. Um, this is how I learned. I didn't do a great job of vetting out a supplier. Um, I sent 50 to 60K worth of shoe orders to this dude. He's supposed to do, um, send all these shoe palettes to Amazon FBA for all of our clients that were in the group that paid. And a week goes by, two weeks go by, three weeks go by. The stuff ain't showing up. And I'm like, what's going on? And they keep stringing me along. And I finally got like, yeah, we ain't going to get this stuff. So at that point in time, I could have been, uh, hey, guys, sorry. They took our money. If I get it back, I'll give it back. And that would have been like the path of least resistance. Like, yeah, awesome, right? But <laughs> what do I do? I send 50 to 60K back to all the clients. And I'd already sent that money to the supplier, right? So everyone gets their money back. I tell them what happened. They're all understand, understanding. And then I'm still working on trying to get like the 50 something K that this dude owes me. And I don't know if I'll ever get it, but, but I learned, right? So that was like a hundred thousand plus dollar bath and lesson on <laughs> really vetting people out. And then also, um, you know, people trusted me. Like they know if something got sideways or stupid and they trusted me with their money and the products and services I was providing, if something went wrong, I would make sure they're taken care of. And so, so trust, I think in so many facets is probably one of the biggest things. Man, that's a strong story. Cause I don't know how many people would have done that, Zach. And so again, it's just another reason that, and it's another thing that I can attest to with Zach cause two things. One, I brought business opportunities to Zach and he did exactly what he's talking about. He asked a lot of questions. Um, he went and investigated and he said no to me. 
Uh, and I, I wasn't hurt by it or anything because I, I just trust Zach. Uh, and then on the other side is when I see Zach doing something, I trust that, man, this is probably something I need to take a serious look at because if Zach Young, secret agent Zach Young is involved, <laughs> <laughs> involved in it, I might need to take a look at this too. So, and Zach, you're the first person to actually ever um, share that as a strength. And it really makes me, it's making me step back a little bit too and, and making sure that, you know, I'm that type of person that people can, you know, look at and trust. So, you know, thank you for sharing that, man. Well, you're welcome. So let's jump into secret number three then. So secret number three is learn the difference between an asset and a liability. It sounds like a little rich dad, poor dad stuff yeah, right here. But, dude. But talk to yeah. us about that, brother. Yeah, yeah. For, for people who don't know, it's really simple. An asset is something that pays you. A liability is something that costs you. Mm. Um, some people say an asset is something that goes up in value. Liabilities always go down in value. Mm. Now, some people get way extreme like, you can only buy assets. Like don't put any money into liabilities. Then it's like, dude, like do you live in the world or, or what? <laughs> like <laughs> now, like I like to put as much money into assets as the next guy, but I think a good starting point, Carlos, and this is kind of taken from the richest man of Babylon as well mm -hmm. is um, pay yourself first. Now, some people, depending on your spiritual beliefs, some people say pay God first, you know, 10% tithe and then pay yourself second. But, but the principle is pay yourself first. Um, 10% put into an asset, something that, you know, has an opportunity to make you money. And the thing I like about this, Carlos is, you know, if, if you're spending hundred percent of your money on liabilities, like big screen TVs, cars, all this stuff, and you aren't putting any money into an asset, something that has the potential to go up in value or to pay you, then you, 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 you can keep putting 90% into liabilities. Just take that 10% that you would have put into liabilities and put it into an asset. And even if you lose it, like you would have lost it anyway in a liability, right? Right. <laughs> so, so sometimes it's just starting small with assets. If, if you're learning, is, is this good? Is this legit? Is this really going to pay me? Maybe you, you have to develop a skill set or learn a new trade and you have a learning curve. And sometimes with that comes losing money um, as you learn. Um, that that's part of it, but an asset for sure gives you the ability to make more money with it or to pay you a liability will never do that. Mm -hmm. So I would encourage you if you're not putting any of your disposable income, which is money that you earn probably from a job into something that can pay you, then like you're, you're, you're missing out. You're just going to continue to exchange time for money. Your money's not going to be working for you and you're not going to get to where you want to be if you want to make lots of money. Mm -hmm. And you know, one thing, Zach, that came to my mind as you were talking and you said it in a way, but you just didn't directly say it, but you are going to say it here in a minute with one of these upcoming secrets. As you listening to this right now, I want you to know that one of the greatest or the greatest asset that you have is yourself. It's not just about, you know, investing in some rental income or rental properties or, or something else that's going to put money in your pocket. You are your greatest asset. So you want to and need to invest in yourself as much as possible, you know, whether that's seminars, whether that's books, whether that's mentors, watching free YouTube videos or whatever that is, you are your greatest asset that you can invest into. So I, I wanted to add that you know, into this. I fully, agree. That. I fully well, agree. Yeah, man. It's because I think 
you know, I'm not going to ask you how much you've invested, but I'm sure you've invested, you know, a lot of money into yourself and you already said it into mentors, coaches and, and programs over the years. Yeah, I think with mentors and mistakes combined, um, it, it's six figure or multiple six figure for uh-huh. sure. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it would have been more in mentors, Carlos. It, right. it was probably more in mistakes from not having mentors, but that's another story. Yeah. Hey, you know, I, I teach my kids and, you know, they a lot of them play sports or all of them have played sports or do play sports. You know, we always say you either win or you learn, you know, just like yeah. in, in your experience, man. I mean, it was a very expensive experience but you learned something from it. You grew from it. And not only that, I think you're reaping, or I know you, you are now reaping the harvest of trust from people and integrity um, from people as far as how they view you. So that's how we live, brother. We win or we learn. So I love that. That's yeah, awesome, man. dude. So let's talk about secret number four. So secret number four is spend more time with people who have lots of money. <laughs> I, I, I like this one. I want to I hear more <laughs> about you talking about it. Yeah, exactly. You, you've probably heard the saying, birds of feather flock together. And um, also, uh, I don't know who said this. I'm sure you might have heard this somewhere too, Carlos. When we're talking about money, someone has said that your bank account size will be the average of the five people's bank account sizes who you hang out most with. So if the five people that you hang out the most with have an average account balance of 100K, then you're probably going to have an average account balance of 100K. Um, if, if everyone you're hanging out with is broke, it doesn't mean they're bad people. Carlos, I always like to point out, especially when talking with money, I I believe a person is defined by who they are, their character. They're not defined by what they have or don't have. But being that we're talking about the topic of making lots of money, um, obviously when you hang around people that have lots of money, like they didn't accidentally get lots of money, (laughs) you know, that they have different thought patterns. They have different habits. They do things differently um, to get the results that they have. So when you can be around those people, and, and a tip that I shared inside of that, Carlos, is if, you're, if you have an opportunity to work with somebody who has a lot of money, even if they're not going to pay you, like if you can volunteer your time and say, how can I add value to you? Just tell me what to do. I'll do it. I can contribute five hours a week, 10 hours a week, whatever it is. Like, don't pay me. I, I just want to hang out with you and and learn what you're doing. And I'm willing to do whatever you need me to do during that time. Forming a relationship like that with someone who's where you want to be um, is is amazing because more can be caught than taught, right? So they can teach you and they can tell you what they're doing. But when you're actually working hand in hand with them and observing how they think, how they talk, how they interact with people, um, the, the different actions they take to create the results they're getting, you can learn so much from that. And then when you multiply that into sometimes you have an opportunity to get into a mastermind with other people who are where you want to be like on the next level. uh, And they have hot seats where like you'll sit in the hot seat and say, Hey, I got this problem going on. What would you all do? Or this is kind of what I'm wanting to do to make money. What do you all think? Then you can have all those people that have had experience in that area share with you and help bring you up to the next level. So that's one of the things like I really sought out even shortly after Natalie and I got married, like we have some relatives who have done really, really well. They bought a lot of real estate early on in his profession. He made really good money, but he worked a lot to make that money and he put that money into assets. And I remember Natalie and I meeting with them and just saying, Hey, like, 
how can we make money? You know, <laughs> and they probably thought like, this is a little different, but they were willing to meet with us. Um, but because, <laughs> you know, probably not many people get together and say, Hey, we know you're loaded and you made lots of money. Um, how can we make lots of money? <laughs> but they gave us some ideas and thoughts and, you know, I, I've always done all I can to, to seek people out and see how I can add value or be kind or friendly to them. Like you, you don't want to become a leech or a drain when you, when you, are working on forming a relationship like that. So you don't want to suck life or suck energy and it's just, oh, well, ask, 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 give me, give me, give me. Like you want to give. It needs to be a mutual give and take relationship with those people right. or it won't work because no one wants someone around them that's just like sucking off of them and like a leech and, mm -hmm. you know, just draining energy from them. It, it won't work that way. Right. And you know, there's some people listening to this and like, yeah, Zach, that sounds good. You know, I wish I had a relative like that or, or, you know, I wish I had some money so I can go, you know, pay and play and, and get with these people. <laughs> but I, I liked what you said, Zach, where you can go and, you know, how can you add value to somebody else uh, so you can develop that relationship with them. It also made me think about what a great time we're living in right now because you and I can connect with people today that 20, 25, or heck, probably 15 years ago, we couldn't have connected with because of the power of social media. Yeah. So yeah. we can start, you know, just at least connecting that way, you know, go like their page, go send them a Facebook request or follow them on Instagram. So you can start seeing what they're um, doing and you can glean off of those things and then maybe you can establish a relationship that way. And I think another great way to establish a relationship is actually going to be in, you're going to share this real quick and secret number five, but secret number five, you said read books and listen to audio books. So how does that yes. help somebody get a lot of money? Yeah, um, absolutely. And real quick on all these, Carlos, mm -hmm. number one's the foundation. Remember, so if people say I'm clear, I want to spend time with people who have lots of money and they're clear on that. It's like magic, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. How can I do it? And then like you start having these ideas and thoughts, who can I do? And then you reach out to people. So I, I wanted to bring us back to that. Like get clear on that. If you're wanting to find people who can do that and it will come to you, it, it, it just will. It's like magic. So, okay. Read books and listen to audiobooks. Carlos, in my opinion, that's the next best thing. If you're not in a mastermind group or, you know, you don't want to reach out to people or you shy or bashful or whatever, then get audiobooks and read books. But I always make sure that the books that I read and the advice I'm giving are from people who are creating the results that I want. Mm. I, I, I don't want it to be some dude that like <laughs> accidentally made a few hundred dollars on eBay and I'm trying <laughs> to learn how to make <laughs> money on eBay. And he's like sharing all his secrets and strategies <laughs> when, when it's all junk and like I'm reading and feeding my mind with it. And then like, I'm like, what, you know, does this guy know what he's talking about? <laughs> so yeah, you, you want to make sure it's someone who like knows what they're talking about and they have quantifiable results and proof. And then they're showing you how they did that. Like mm -hmm. I listen to people like that and I constantly listen to audiobooks, um, podcasts as well. Listen to the doer's journey podcast. Like <laughs> Carlos has amazing info on his solos. When he brings guests on, there's amazing information and you can begin to think differently or be programmed differently. Like that's all we're doing. Anytime we watch TV or we hop on social media, whether we want to be or not, we are being programmed. <laughs> you just, you just are like anything you're taking in is changing the way that you think mm -hmm. and change and your thoughts change the way you act and your actions create the results you're getting in your life. So 
read books, good books from good people and listen to audiobooks and podcasts from people who are getting results. So Zach, are you a fan of, are you more of a biography fan or are you more of a kind of uh, rich dad, poor dad stuff or things that can give you skill sets? What's your favorite type of books or things to listen to? Yeah, I, I am not too big into biographies really. Mm-hmm. I, I, I know some people are, but a good example would be topical, right? Mm-hmm. So like, I want to learn how to sell on Amazon. Like I want to seek out, like if there's courses out there, if there's programs, if there's audiobooks that have been written, anything like that, like that's what I want to dive into and digest and just fully focus on that until I'm seeing the results that I want. Right. Same with real estate. If you're wanting to do Airbnb or vacation rentals, depending on when you're listening to this, like a global mm-hmm. pandemic might not be the best time to get into that mm-hmm. type of business. But, um, you know, if, if I was looking into vacation real, um, real estate stuff, I would be looking into, you know, who's got podcasts on this? What Facebook groups are out there on this? What can I find on YouTube on this? Are there any books that people have written on how to do this? So I think I've always been more topical. Like it's just, if, if it's an area that I want to learn how to grow into and get results and we're talking about money, then I'll see, search out the people who are creating the results that I want in that topic. And I'll just digest as much as I can, but it's not only digesting it, it's understanding and applying. Right. So the, the goal is never to like, I just want to get through 50 books. The goal would be like, I want to get through this one book. And if mm-hmm. I have to listen to it 10 times in order to grasp the concepts they're laying down to get an understanding of it and then apply what I've learned to get results, like that's the goal. It's not right. to digest as much as you can. It's to understand and then apply. Right. And, and that's what we talk about here on, on the podcast is not to just be a hearer, but to also be a doer. Um, because we can do a lot, you can read a lot of books and, and listen to a lot of books, but if you don't go take action, all you're doing is really just entertaining yourself. So even with this podcast that you're listening to now, you know, I want you to take one of these secrets that Zach's sharing, and he has two more secrets that he's going to be sharing here. But I want you to, t- whether it's number one, becoming crystal clear, go out and get a journal or a vision board take action on that. Or if it's number three, you know, learn the difference between assets and liabilities, take an action on that. We just want you to take action because when you take action, that's going to get you closer to your goal. And also action leads to you making mistakes and mistakes are good. And we've learned that on several of our episodes here that we got to fail forward and that we don't, we either win or we learn, but at least we're taking forward action. So again, I want to encourage you with that, you know, secret number five, read books and listen. And I I like what you said, Zach, because there's a difference between wanting to learn how to sell on Amazon and finding a book for that versus getting a book about Jeff Bezos. And (laughs) now if you want to be a CEO, maybe you do get a book on (laughs) Jeff Bezos, or maybe you want to be inspired by his story or whatever, but there's two different, you know, there's the topics and the biographies. And so there's no really wrong answer. There just might be a better answer for what it is that somebody might have a goal with. Yeah, exactly. So let's talk about these last two, Zach, here. So secret number six. So provide a product or service that can solve a problem for many people. All right. Well, I think a fine example, you shared it. Social media, Facebook, connecting people together, right? Like that was something where everybody had to meet, um, even like go to meeting, right? Uh, or, or any online platform, you know, there's distance in between people, whether it's state to state, global, and you're looking for ways to bring people together. Like that was 
something that people wanted to feel connected. They wanted to be together. And Facebook's one of the most successful businesses ever. <laughs> Amazon, um, people become more and more comfortable shopping online with the whole e-commerce thing as that came about over the last decade or so. And then they wanted it fast, right? Like that, that's what Bezos came up with on the, on the prime and then same day prime and next day prime, like how fast can I get it? So people, you know, the instantaneous, like I want to buy it. I want it now. Like that, that's a problem that, well, a perceived problem, like I've got to have this <laughs> iPhone now or, you know, whatever, this little electronic gadget. If I don't have it now, I, I, I won't make it. Um, but, but it's a perceived thing. Like I want it now. So Bezos found a way to, you know, network and work with USPS and UPS and all these different companies and get discounted shipping um, because of the volume and it provided faster service um, on delivering products to people. And um, he's one of the richest men in the world. So good examples like that. Now, you might not have the idea for like the next Amazon or Facebook, or you might, but if there's anything, just look at everyday life, right, Carlos? Like if you notice in your own life, you continue to have a problem with something or th th then you can, you know, you can ask yourself like, what could solve this problem? Is there anything already out there? Now, sometimes there might be something out there, but you might have a different twist on it, or you might have a way to make what's out there better, right? And, um, and, and you could go at it with that angle on providing a product or service that solves a problem for many people. And obviously, if it's for the masses, like if it's for a lot of people, a common problem that majority of people have, it doesn't take a lot to make a lots and lots and lots of money <laughs> if you can provide a product or service that's in strong demand for people. Right. And you know, Zach, is, is it something that I have to create this product or service or can I latch on to somebody else's? How, how would you answer that question if you were mentoring somebody and they had a question about number six? Yeah, I think it can be, I, I, I think there's several different ways you can go at it, Carlos. Um, sometimes in partnerships, like, and I know partnerships are tricky because most of the ones I've been in have not worked out so hot. Um, the one I'm in now is the, the best I've ever had. But if you have somebody that has great strengths and skill sets that you don't have, and you have strengths and skill sets that complement those, and you have chemistry with that person, um, you know, this is something I've seen a lot of, Carlos. Um, for example, like, like I have a strength in marketing and sales and getting a message out there. And then I found some people that have created products. Like there was this company that made organic skincare products and I was looking to do private label stuff on Amazon. Now, now these, these people are excellent at manufacturing this product, right? But they don't know how to market. <laughs> so it's an amazing product. And, and this happens time and time and time again. I've seen this over and over. I'm sure you, you might've as well, but you know, you can find people that have come up with an amazing idea and an amazing product that can solve a problem for people, but they just don't know how to get that message out there. <laughs> mm -hmm. They don't know how to market. They don't know how to sell. So if you have a strength in marketing, networking, getting a message out, then you could look into doing a joint venture or a partnership. That's probably the most simple way or simplest, however you want to put it. I'm a hillbilly as well, a hillbilly <laughs> secret agent. Um, that, that's probably the, the easiest way I've seen it done, Carlos. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to feel like you have to take on everything on your own 
and become an expert of everything to get something out there, just partner up with people. Um, again, and that's probably another episode <laughs> on the do's and don'ts on who you choose to partner with and making sure liabilities are covered and all that. But that, that's what I've, I've done quite a few times and have had a lot of success with it. Right. And I'm glad you, you know, you shared that because you don't necessarily for, you know, you that's listening to this, you're sitting there, oh man, I got to invent something or I got to invent this new service. Well, maybe there's somebody that you can partner with or a company you can partner with either through affiliate marketing or they, you know, give you a little kickback for selling a product or service that they've already proven that many people want and they just need your help in marketing it. And that, that really ties nicely back to secret number two, Zach, where you talk about know your strengths. So mm -hmm. if you are somebody that you are good at marketing, you are good at talking with people. I mean, all of us talk about, you know, our favorite movie and our favorite barbershop or whatever, you know, we're always referring people. So you don't necessarily have to be the creator and inventor. You could just be somebody that shares and then you get uh, compensated very well for, for sharing a proven product or service that's already out there. So Absolutely. awesome, man. So we're on the last one, secret number seven. So secret number seven, Zach, as we're wrapping this up, you say have trust and don't let fear hold you back. Yeah, th this is the biggie. Th this is the secret weapon. I think next to the number one, the foundation of the CIA, clear inspired action, is definitely this one. Trust yourself, trust God, trust your intuition. When you have that still small voice inside, you have a really good feeling about it. You pair that with some research, you back it up with research. You just, you know, we ain't talking about going to the casino and throwing caution at the wind. <laughs> I feel good on black today, baby, I let's go. I <laughs> trust I should go to Las Vegas today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not what we're talking about. So I'll share one or two quick stories um, just so people can kind of, you know, grasp it, okay? So again, this, this land, right? Like we found some land that we felt we were supposed to buy. Like we didn't know how it was gonna work out. We got clear on it, we were able to get the land. And we just felt we were supposed to have it. Now we thought we were going to build a home on it someday, but we didn't do that. But we, what we were able to do, Carlos, is within a couple of years, we were able to sell it for over two X what we paid for it. Hmm. So I believe we made like over a two hundred thousand dollar profit within a couple of years from buying this land. Now, if we would have been like, oh, um, I don't know how we're going to do it, and and fears like you can't do that, you can't buy that, you ain't going to be able to come up with the money, and I could have been like, yeah, you're right, then. <laughs> Like that never would have happened, right? So, and, and I'll share just a, a flip example. So there was an asset I was looking at investing into. I, I'd done a lot of analytical research, detailed research, and I had this feeling inside like, Zach, you need to buy this. Like, you just need to buy this. And I got to talking with a friend. I'm like, dude, I think I should buy this. And they're like, oh, I don't know. It's priced a little high. You know, I'm doing the analysis and I think you can get it for this low. And, you know, I probably wouldn't buy it there. And I'm like, Okay, so then I get these voices in my head, like the fear of like, well, what if you buy it for too high? What if you lose money? And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. And then I just got all confused. I wasn't clear. I wasn't inspired. I didn't take action. I didn't buy it. And two to three months later, the thing had either gone up two to three times the amount I would have paid for it. So I would have two or three X my money. I would have made 50 to $100,000 in two to three months if I would have followed that initial trusting myself trusting the still small voice and just moving forward with it. Now, along with that, Carlos, like I said, I'm, I'm not telling people to throw caution at the wind. Like when I'm looking at putting 50K into something, you know, it, it used to be, remember, I was broke at one point in time borrowing money from a child. 
right? Mm -hmm. So it's not like we, we've always just been loaded, but I'll look at, you know, if, if I put this into an asset and it doesn't work out, where does that leave me? Where does that leave my business? Where does that leave my family? So I, I'm not saying to get reckless, don't take mortgages out against your home and do for lottery tickets or, or, or something stupid, right? Like <laughs> that definitely, you know, back it up with um, risk assessment, do some analysis, but, you know, ultimately just trust yourself, trust God. And every time Carlos, like if we have felt like in our hearts that God spirit source is saying, you all need to move here, you need to do this, you need to start this business, do this venture, and we move forward in that, the fear is still right there talking to us going, nope, uh -uh, don't do it. But mm -hmm. the faith's like inside's like, yes, like I just, I know we're supposed to do this. I know right. people might be going, what are y'all doing? Why are you moving so much? Why are you doing this? It's like, look, can't explain it. We just feel in our heart. It's what God's saying. We show up and provision always comes mm -hmm. like all the time. Even when, like I told you guys, like on the Titanic about to sink and payments weren't coming in, like eventually provision came and, and it, it, it just did. So that's, that's the biggie. Trust yourself and do not let fear hold you back. Wow, man. That is a strong way for us to finish, man. Zach, this has been a fun conversation, brother. And I know the person listening to this right now, you know, you need to go back and rewind this, listen to this. Um, Zach shared so many things. And again, you're listening to somebody who's not just this frou-frou person who just read a book yesterday and, and he memorized these secrets. You know, Zach, has, he's living these secrets. And you know, the thing, Zach, too, as we're closing this out, you know, and you said it earlier, you said, you know, we're using the word secret. And that's just, <laughs> just one of those words that marketing-wise, it sounds awesome. <laughs> One thing that I've learned, and I'm sure you've discovered this, this too, Zach, is the secret is that there's really no secret. <laughs> it's exactly. just these are principles and these are proven laws that when you apply them, they will get you a, a result. So cause and effect. So exactly. the cause or uh, with secret number one, when you visualize and you become clear on what you want, that's going to inspire you and lead you to action. That's going to, like Zach said earlier, CIA. And every single secret just builds upon itself. So Zach, as we're closing out now, you know, how can somebody connect with you? I know you've, you've talked about you're in a partnership right now and you're, you're hearing some things out as far as different business opportunities. Is there any way for people to connect with you or is there a good yeah, place yeah. for them to, to connect with no, you at? Yeah, absolutely. So what, what I'm working on now, um, it, it is with my business partner. Um, we are helping influencers to reach the masses. That's one of the th things we're doing. Okay. So, so people who have large audiences, large followings, they're winners and they want to win more. Like we're helping those people to do that through clear inspired action. Now, along with that is we still have a desire to help people who have been where we've been that are not there yet. Okay. So when we vet out something that we know is 100% legit, we will share that with people so they can create results in their life and get to where they want to. So that could be some sort of make money from home thing or, or what have you. But we actually, for people that fit that second scenario, we have a free tool um, that people can use to know themselves, right? That's something we talked about, like really knowing who you are, your personality type, your skill set, things of that nature. So um, I have a site that they could actually visit um, so they can get a personality profile 
and they can get it like within 90 seconds. They get a free report delivered to them. Uh, they could go to clearinspiredaction.com forward slash Carlos. So we'll know that they heard about it on your podcast. So that's clearinspiredaction.com forward Carlos. And again, that's a free report. You can get to know who you are within 90 seconds or less. And I think that's the best starting point for the foundation for Clear Inspired Action. Awesome, brother. And we'll also put a link to that in the show notes so you can click and, and get that free tool. And I want to encourage you as you're listening to this, the next thing you need to do is go ahead and, and go out and take advantage of that tool. You know, take advantage of, of what Zach and his partner are providing so you can get clear, inspired action and you can start working through all these uh, seven not so secrets that <laughs> Zach <laughs> shared with us. So, so Zach, Thank you again, brother. Thank you for, for sharing your wisdom, your knowledge, you know, and, and your time here. I'm going to let you get back to your, your eight beautiful children and, and your wife there somewhere, maybe in the Midwest, maybe somewhere yeah. tropical. We don't yeah, know where dude. you're at I, right I, now. I got a new mission, man. And, <laughs> and, 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 and people well, better think, listen to this message before it self-destructs. No. Right. Well, I think... <laughs> I think you clearly accomplished this mission, brother. So we'll definitely close it out here. Awesome. So, so again, guys, go out there, listen to this, share this with somebody that you feel like that you know can get value from this episode, from Zach. You know, listen to this episode again, take action. And as always, you know, don't just take notes to take notes. Like you're that person that's sitting in church and you just have a bunch of notes and you feel good about it. You want to go out there and take action on these things that, that Zach shared with us today. All right, my friends. So thank you for listening to this episode with secret agent Zach Young <laughs> and his seven secrets to, to making lots of money. And so go out there, make it a great day. And remember, don't just be a hearer. Go out there and be a doer. Thank you for listening to the Doer's Journey podcast. If you'd like to connect on social media, you can go to Instagram or Facebook and search the Doer's Journey podcast and we'll connect there. And also subscribe to the podcast and leave us a rating. By leaving us a rating, you let us know how we can help you on your Doer's Journey and you also help other people find this podcast. Now go out there, make it a great day. And remember, don't just be a hearer, go out there and be a doer.